you have likely clicked on this video because you feel like the breakup that you're currently going through is all your fault. And I'm here to let you know it's probably not as much as your fault as you think it is. My name is Rory. This is a love chat. I'm a behavioral analyst and in a very short period of time, a marriage and family therapist. So let's talk about why people generally believe the breakup is all their fault. Number one is if you're going through a breakup, it's likely that you were dumped. Just talking statistically speaking, it's likely that you were dumped. And especially if you're looking up a channel like this, you know, I make my point. Here is generally why most people are broken up with in the 18 to maybe 30 five range. Generally, what happens is we rely on our partner to the point where they feel like they no longer have freedom. This isn't always the case. And this video may not be for you. But generally speaking, when we're in a relationship, we get very accustomed to having another person in our life, we want to spend all of our time with them, we want to hang out with them, we want to have sex with them, go on dates with them. And this is totally normal. But generally, when we don't have a balanced life ourselves, what tends to happen is we overfocus on that relationship and then things go from bad to worse because we look to them to be every little thing to us, right? Our therapist, our best friend. Uh, the only form of social activity that we ever have is just constantly spending time with this one person. And then what tends to happen if, again, we don't have our own life, we don't have our own hobbies, we're not really hanging out with our friends, maybe we've let some of our social contacts slip what we're doing is we're just kind of going to work, coming home, hanging out with our partner. Generally, what happens is the other person begins to feel trapped and smothered and like they're losing their individuality. And not only that, but like that they're responsible for your happiness. And as you can imagine, this is going to make them feel less like a romantic partner and more like a parent, right? And they don't feel romantic attraction, sexual attraction to a parent. So the breakup happens and you're left there feeling like this is all my fault. I caused this. Now, that's scenario number one, but let's talk about a few more before we really dive in. Scenario number two might be that you weren't really communicating with your partner. Maybe there was a lot of stonewalling going on. Maybe there's issues that are happening in the relationship. And rather than tackling those issues with your partner in a semi-immediate manner, you maybe just kind of keep it in, right? Because it's easier not to have every little thing be a thing. And so we find it easier to kind of just throw our hands up and say, is it worth having an argument over this issue, whatever this issue might be? Nah, I'm kind of conflict avoidant. Might be easier to just keep it in, not really mention it. That's scenario number two. Scenario number three generally is some type of neglect, abuse, or cheating. And those can be black and white, and sometimes a lot less black and white. I've heard of situations where one partner who was cheated on, had years of abusing the other partner. Abuse might be verbal, it might be constant criticism, and just if you spend all that time and you're essentially poking a bear, you can't then be surprised when the bear turns around and takes a swipe at you, right? So with these different scenarios, people tend to wonder, like, is the breakup my fault? Because the other person walked away kind of unilaterally. Here I am, heartbroken. So... How do I know if the breakup is my fault? What do I do if it's my fault? What steps do I take to reconcile? I don't want to lose this person. It can be difficult because there's no guarantees here, right? There's a lot of different people on YouTube who uh, love to be experts on everything. And it's just impossible to be experts on individual people. It's impossible to mind read. It's impossible to future tell. 
So generally what I tell people is, let's just take this step by step. Number one is know the situation, know your partner, know yourself. Why did you break up? And this might be good if you take out a piece of paper and a pencil or maybe just replay this video a few times because I'm going to go through this list. Why did you guys break up? What did your partner say? Like, what are the exact words they said? Number two, during the breakup, I want you to think about what number one was, what they said, and then think to yourself, across the course of our relationship, was this a consistent problem? Is this something they brought up time and time again? Maybe about me being late to dates or not communicating, or maybe I had inappropriate relationships or friendships that kind of broke some of their boundaries that were reasonable, right? That most people would agree upon. Like if you're in a heterosexual relationship, you're a male dating a female, and you had a bunch of female friends who were clearly hitting on you, and it made your partner insecure, and they wanted to talk to you about it, and you just sort of like poo-pooed them, like, nah, don't worry about it, they're just friends. It's not necessarily about solving the problem, it's kind of just about hearing out your partner, letting them know that there's an open line of communication. So just get those types of ideas in your head. Is this a reason that they've consistently talked about throughout the relationship that presented itself as a problem? Do I agree with what they're saying? Or am I totally blindsided by this reason? It came out of nowhere, right? I've never once heard them complain about this, but now that's why they're breaking up with me. You have to understand, when people are going through breakups, they don't necessarily know why they're breaking up a lot of the time. Sometimes it's totally obvious. But a lot of the time, it's not any one thing. It's a bunch of little things. It's death by a thousand cuts. So this can make it really challenging to figure out what the hell happened? Why am I here? Why am I going through a breakup right now? So... Know the situation, know yourself, and as much as you can, your partner. And number three is just straight up ask them, hey, like, is this really why we're breaking up? Is there something deeper? And try and phrase it in a constructive way, right? I would like to know why we're breaking up so that I can use that information, grow as a person, and move forward so that my next relationship can be even more enriching and fulfilling. Ideally, this should happen during the breakup, but in the event you're finding this video after the breakup, which is often the case, it's not a big deal. You don't need to go out and talk to them and, and ask them this stuff. If they reach out to you and you guys are having a conversation about the breakup, that's fine, but I wouldn't necessarily go seeking that. Now, what do you do about reconciliation if you want them back, right? If you want to undo things as much as you can. So... This comes with the understanding that we can't control them and there's no way to guarantee reconciliation. There's just no way, right? Because it's another person, we don't have control over another person. We only have control over ourselves. So the first thing I would do is go into no contact. And this isn't 45 days, this isn't 30 days, this isn't three months, indefinite, no contact during the duration that you want them back. The reason for this is, there's several small reasons. Number one, it just gets them a chance to have a break from you, right? If they've worked themselves up to breaking up with you, it probably was in their head for a while. So if you broke up with someone and then the next day they're calling you and then the next day they're calling you, then three or four days go by, you're finally getting a chance to sort of lower your shoulders and relax a bit and then they call you. And you know that every call is gonna be some version of, why did we break up? Can I have you back? Is there anything we can do? Let's go to couples counseling, right? From a dumpy point of view, that makes perfect sense why they're doing that. They're panicking, they want you back. From a dumper point of view, it's, I need a break from you. I'm breaking up with you because I need this break, this division. So give them time. 
and giving yourself time. That's part of number one. Number two is that as you give yourself time, it allows you the chance for your anxiety to go down. The higher your anxiety is, let's face it, the less graceful you're probably going to be. And if you're not feeling particularly graceful, it's probably not really going to work when you're interacting with them because you're constantly plagued by this anxiety. And the anxiety is going to make sure that you're not going to be able to act in a way that you're proud of, right? Anxiety is based on fear. And we need to be based our actions pretty much out of love instead of fear. So number three is it gives them an opportunity to miss you. So now this is different from them having a break from you, right? This, that's number one. Number three is giving them a chance to miss you. They can't miss you if you're constantly there. They can't take time to reflect and feel that they've lost something if you're constantly there. So originally, this video was about knowing if the breakup is your fault. My answer to that is that unless it was extreme, cheating, violence, abuse of some sort, where you are clearly in the wrong, this is clearly like a no-go, doesn't really matter. Now, if you are very clearly in the wrong, it is appropriate that you apologize. And you offer the apology based on if they're receptive to it. So it's totally okay to text them, message them, call them, don't show up where they work, horrible idea. And just ask like, hey, are you in a place where you would like to have a talk? I'd like to offer you an apology for what happened in the relationship. The difference being, the apology shouldn't be based on trying to get them back. Because if it is, they're not going to view it earnestly. They're not going to view it as though it's a genuine apology. What they're going to view it as is, you're just saying this because you finally lost something. You're just telling me what you think I want to hear in order to get you back, in order to be back together with me, whatever. You should offer the apology and say, look, I'm not saying this to win you back. I'm saying this because I'm acknowledging that what I did, whatever it may have been, was wrong. I was in the wrong I'm offering you this apology. I'm going to do better. And the doing better is the accountability part. There should be some sort of action that you're going to take to make this better. And it should be based inward on you. So let's say you're in a situation where you verbally abuse your partner regularly. And finally, one day, they snap. They've had it. They're done. They're walking away from you. And some time has gone by. Maybe they reach out to gather their things. And you can say, hey, look. I'm really sorry for how I handled myself in the relationship. I'm not really sure why I have that behavior. I just wanted to offer you this apology and let you know that I am seeking counseling. And uh, that's the accountability as an adult and as a human that wants to do better is taking. That gives them the opportunity to see, A, you mean it. B, you're not doing it to win them back. You're doing it because you actually mean it. And C, you're not just saying it and you don't just mean it. You're taking accountability on it. There's action. There's something you're investing in the real world that will actually create a positive outcome. It's easy to say, I'm going to go to counseling. I'm going to go, you know, seek out uh, more friends or I'm going to go to the gym or I'm going to, you know, expand my life in some way. It's easy to say I'm going to do those things. And it's easier to click on another video and just say, that's what I'm going to do. You know, I'll just, I'll just watch some love chat videos. It'll be great. Don't forget to subscribe and hit like, by the way. Thank you. Super helpful. But it's easier to just do that. It's hard to get out and go do the things in these videos. And so one of the best and most helpful things you can do is that list I just mentioned, because it, it allows a new version of trust to be formed, right? I'm in this relationship and it broke up for reasons that I have acknowledged are probably my fault, right? The black and white ones. If it's not clear, if you're not sure, leave it in a comment below. I'm going to be answering some comments 
and I will help you figure out if it is a fault that's something that you can work on actively, like abuse or you know violence or cheating or something like that. Or if it's something, you know, maybe I just wasn't super great at communicating. Maybe I was just learning. Maybe my partner wasn't super great at communicating. Most relationships I deal with in my coaching are 50-50. It's kind of on both people, right? One person may be getting turned off of their partner and say nothing for months. Meaning uh, there's something I could have done this whole time that would have made this relationship better. But you didn't tell me, so how could I know? So I, maybe I was doing something wrong, but you didn't tell me I was doing something wrong. 50-50. So I just wanted to give you guys some things to think about. I hope this video has helped a little bit. If you have more questions, leave a comment down below. If you want to work with me personally, my coaching, just visit thelovechat.net slash coaching. And if you want to give us a follow on Twitch, I take live questions all the time. I generally stream on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And just the link is in the description below. I hope this was useful. Hope you guys enjoyed this video format. I'm back making videos again, and I'll have another one for you guys next week. Take it easy.